Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Pastor Tony Evans on the show with us, and he's talking to us about the power of praise. I know that when I'm in the middle of a hard time, or like this coronavirus, when we're in the middle of something that is so much bigger than we are, and something that we just can't control, we can control our outlook, and we can control our praise. And when we praise through, and when we praise God in the midst of it all, things change. Here's Pastor Tony. Well, that's why I love Second Chronicles chapter 20. It is the story of King Jehoshaphat. King Jehoshaphat has a problem on his hands. It's a problem that has affected his whole nation. He says in verse 2, a great multitude is coming against us. He looks out and he says, every direction that I look, and he names them, he says, every direction they're coming against us and they're closing us in. He is in a predicament, a dilemma. He's in a crisis. He says that this crisis is hitting him in every direction. And you, you pretty much know when you've hit that kind of crisis because your emotions begin to take charge. Because verse 3 of 2 Chronicles 20 says, Jehoshaphat was afraid. He was scared. He was terrorized because this was a problem he didn't know how to fix. This was an enemy he didn't know what to do with. This was his own corona, a problem too big for him to handle. We're told that in the midst of this problem, he turned his eyes to seek the Lord. That's what verse 3 says. He looked up because nowhere looking out could solve his problem. Right now we're seeing more people talk about God, talk about faith, talk about religion, talk about Jesus, quoting scriptures on newscasts. And yeah, there are those detractors out there, but it is pretty clear we're in a dilemma that is a little bigger than us. And even if it wasn't this corona, so many of us have our personal coronas, don't we? The viruses that have messed up our lives. He sought the Lord. He wanted to bring God into the equation of his dilemma. You know you're in a crisis that you can't fix when the harder you try, the deeper down you go, like quicksand. You know, the harder you try to get out of quicksand, the more it sucks you under. That's what a dilemma does that is a pandemic kind of crisis in your life and in your world. Well, that's Jehoshaphat's problem. What he decides to do is turn to the Lord and get everybody else to do it too because verse 4 says, he gathered together to seek help from the Lord and they even came from all the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. In fact, we're told in verse 3, he proclaims a national fast. You know, that's what we need today. We need to call our whole nation to a fast and prayer. Not just prayer, but a fast. Let me say a word about fasting. Fasting is a Bunsen burner underneath prayer. Fasting is giving up something physical to gain something spiritual. See, most people visit the spiritual while we live and are controlled by the physical. But what fasting does is it shifts that. It says right now the spiritual is more important than the physical. 
Heaven is more important than earth because I can't fix earth with earth because my problem is too big. I need the unseen world to enter to the seen world to affect my dilemma, my crisis. So he calls a fast. Right now, everybody should fast. You should pick up a meal a week, a day a week, where you leave the smart devices, you cut off the television, you walk away from a meal and you say, God, we are crying out to you now for ourselves, our families, our churches, and our nation, because we're all in trouble. And we're crying out to you. This is so big and so bad that we're willing to give up something to gain something more. And that is to gain you in the middle of our pain, uncertainty, sickness, and death from an unseen enemy. If you want God to do something about the problem in chapter 20, you have to address something in chapter 19. You see, in chapter 19, King, King Jehoshaphat got all the nation to get right with God. It says in chapter 19, verse 4, that King Jehoshaphat brought the nation back to the Lord, to the God of their fathers. You see, being right with God is a prerequisite to hearing from God. You can fast and pray all day, but if you refuse to get right with the one you're talking to, then you have no guarantee he's going to respond because he doesn't want to respond so you can leave him out more, so that you can ignore him more, so you can say a prayer to get out of it and then skip him. So they got right first. And then they sought the Lord. We're in trouble. And even before this dilemma, we see all kind of trouble in our nation. Political, class, race, you know, all that's kind of, kind of become secondary to this bigger problem. But we've had a lot of problems that we need solutions for. But that starts with God going Godward. And so he calls everybody. In fact, verse 13 says that they even brought their children along with their wives, which means the men went front and center. They brought their wives, they brought their children. In other words, everybody in on this, because this thing affects all of us. If we, this invasion hits us, everybody's going to be destroyed, Jehoshaphat said. And we're seeing with this coronavirus, it can hit any of us, and it can be deadly with a blow. And so everybody got on board. That's why we want our church, our church in Dallas, to at least find some time every week and maybe a portion of every day to call you to a fast, to tell the children, no, not now. We're not, we're going to take 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever works. We're going to give up meat today or we're going to give up a, a, a television for this period of time and we're going to talk to each other. We're going to talk to God because we want our family protected from this virus and we want our nation to be healed of it and we want our medical experts to find a solution to it. So let's cry out to God. It's called a solemn assembly in scripture, a sacred gathering where people were called to invoke on heaven because history was in trouble. And so he calls on them. He makes a statement in verse 12. He says, the reason that we're calling on you is we don't know what to do and our eyes are on you. Ah, oh, you don't know what to do, huh? This is outside of your control. See, we'd like to be in control. We like to be able to handle stuff. Well, God will let you know how bad you need him by allowing things in your life and my life and our lives collectively that we can't fix on our own. He says, we don't know what to do. 
and I'm not too proud to beg. I'm, I'm going to be humble with this thing. He prays a prayer beginning in verse 5. Let me tell you the ingredients of this prayer. You start your praise with a prayer. He starts his prayer by rehearsing God's person and then graduating to God's power. Let me say that again. He starts his prayer by rehearsing God's person, then graduating to God's power. He tells God how great he is, how awesome he is. He tells God that he rules from heaven. He tells God that he rules over all the kingdoms. It is good to know that, that there's no problem on earth so big that God can't overrule it. He tells God that the enemy coming at him is no competition for the God of the universe. So he brags on God's person, and then he talks about God's power. That's what you want. Don't just ask for his power and skip his person, because his power is tied to his character. You want to know what he is like in order to get what he can do. So he brags on God, makes a big deal about God because he's got a big virus, a big invasion that he needs to be able to address. And everybody was with him because that's how big the problem was. From the outhouse to the White House, everybody should be dropping on their knees, ideally at the same time, so he can hear all the voices calling down heaven in history and calling on God to invade this dilemma that we face. After his prayer, he got a prophetic word. It says God heard what he had to say and he called a prophet and he called the prophet in verse 14. He said, if you listen to the prophet, verse 20, you will succeed. You know, right now we need a word from God. Let me tell you about the prophet. The prophet was not a particularly popular person because they usually showed up during times of calamity and difficulty, often with negative things to say, but always with a positive goal in saying it, to get right with God so that things could be reversed, so that deliverance could take place, so that the agenda could be changed. That was Pastor Tony Evans, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Tony Evans, The Power of Praise. You can also find out more information about him at TonyEvans.org. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.